Hi, this is Bill Prater, and welcome to Supercharging Business Success. Our mission is to provide you with timely, provocative, and actionable resources that inspire, promote, and accelerate your quest for business excellence. Today's episode is Secrets to Help Clients See Value Over Price. We'll do that in just seven minutes with Ian Altman. Now, Ian has started, sold, and grown his prior companies from zero to over $1 billion in value. Since 2009, he's been a popular keynote speaker helping others grow their businesses based on integrity and competing on value and results versus competing on price. He's the co-author of the bestseller, Same Side Selling. And you can read hundreds of his articles on Forbes and on Inc. He perennially is recognized as one of the world's top 30 experts on sales and his Same Side Selling Academy is rated one of the top five sales development companies globally. So welcome Ian to Supercharging Business Success. It's great to have you here. Bill, thanks so much for having me here. Now, I know, but our listeners do not know who your ideal client is. Well, generally, the organizations that come to me are B2B companies, meaning people who are businesses that sell to other businesses. They usually, they need to grow. They need to modernize their approach to selling. They also need to engage their non-sellers. So they people, these are organizations that typically sell services. They may also sell products. And they've got people in the organization who are trusted experts, but they just don't quite get that notion of a culture of selling. And in fact, they kind of tend to shy away from it. Yeah, yes, 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 indeed. I understand that totally. So uh, what is the problem, uh, Ian, that these uh, individuals share that you solve for them? Well, I, I tend to look at it as almost symptoms, meaning the, the challenge with most people when it comes to sales, marketing, and growing their business is just they're doing what other people had taught them in the past. So the problems that, that they typically see are these symptoms like, gee, we have a great message, but it falls on deaf ears. Or we're constantly getting commoditized. We get compared against inferior competitors who shouldn't even be in the mix. Or our clients always focus on price instead of value and results. We're way better than other people, but they don't know the difference. Or once again, that issue of engaging those non-salespeople, because in most organizations, roughly 10% of their entire workforce considers themselves in sales. Imagine if you can engage those other people, what that might mean to the business. That's fantastic. Now, speaking about uh, symptoms, think, uh, think about our listeners individually, the business owners, the entrepreneurs, the executives that are listening to us right now. What sort of internal feelings, symptoms, emotions might be going on that would give them a signal, you know, I got to reach out and talk to Altman one of these days. You know what? It, it's, it usually comes down to simple things like they're losing business to an inferior competitor. So they know they've got something better. They keep losing deals to people who shouldn't even be in the mix or their reps and their managers feel like, well, we have to discount in order to get this deal because that's an indicator that they're just selling on price, not selling on value or results. Or they have those team members who their clients trust. If, if, they, told, if they told them to jump off a bridge, they would probably do it, right? These are, these are people where if those individuals told the client, hey, you're best off jumping off the bridge, the client would just jump, not even think twice about it. But if you suggested to those people, 
would like you to play a role in sales. I said, no, 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 I'm not going to be in sales because people actually trust and believe me. And it's just that negative stereotype that actually is warranted because many of the things that people have been taught just aren't things that we would respond to well if we were clients. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Well, I, I remember back in my corporate days, I don't do any of the things I was taught in sales there. So now our listeners are often hardwired to solve things all by themselves. So, so when sure. people try to solve this issue, these issues you're pointing out, what are the mistakes, Ian, that you see uh, people making time after time? Well, there, there are a few. The, the first one is this notion of if they're not getting results, they focus on activities rather than accomplishments, meaning they tell people, make more phone calls, you need to have more meetings. And the individual who's responsible for selling, those individuals are thinking, oh, I thought you wanted me to add more sales. Sure, I can have more meetings and have more phone calls, but that's not gonna drive the results. When it comes to the price side, what people tend to do is something that's kind of interesting. So if anybody were, were to catch fire, they all know the three things to do. They stop, drop, and roll. So you stop, you drop to the floor, you roll over, and that's how you, that's how you extinguish the fire. Most people are way more likely to face pricing pressure than they are to catch on fire. Yet, if I ask people, what are the three things you do when you face pricing pressure, they kind of pause and then they say some version of stop, drop and roll. They stop what they're doing, they drop their price and they roll over. And so that big mistake is that when you don't know how to deal with pricing pressure, you just acquiesce and eventually people are running businesses at almost zero margin. And that's not exactly fulfilling. Fantastic. Uh, so what's one valuable, super valuable, probably, free activity or action that our listeners could take, maybe even today, Ian, that would really help them kind of break down some of the barrier that you've described? Well, entrepreneurs are notorious for suffering from ADD. But there's a different type of ADD that I'm talking about, and that is axis displacement disorder. Huh. And so we have to avoid that. An axis displacement disorder is when you somehow believe the axis of the earth has shifted and now the world revolves around you. So you see everything through your lens instead of through your client's lens. And so what we have to do is always put ourselves in our client's shoes and say, how would this sound to our client? What questions would they be asking? What's valuable to them so that I'm not presenting my products and services through my lens, but I'm always presenting it through their lens. No, that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful exercise. Probably uh, something that should be done and no less frequently than once a year, I would say. So number six, uh, I know you've teed up a fantastic free resource for people. So what's the free resource and where would they go on your website to get their hands on it, Ian? Um, so these are, these are seven scripts to shift that focus from price to results. And they can get it just by going to samesideselling.com slash SBS. So samesideselling.com slash SBS. Very simple. Everybody, you should jump on there and get those. So look, Ian, I told you I'd ask you seven questions, but I thought of six. So what was the seventh question you were hoping I'd ask you? And then give us the answer to that seventh question. Well, one of the, one of the most common questions I get right now is, how can professionals develop these selling skills in a remote environment? So it used to be you'd, you'd fly everyone to a, to a central location, 
And that's, that's less and less common these days. And what I will tell you is that there are a number of resources beyond what I do in, in the same side selling world in, in our academy. It really just comes down to people thinking that, look, if you know that your professionals talk to people on the phone, talk to people over video, you can practice every single week. You can spend time developing your skills on a regular basis. In every other profession, the top performers practice more than the rest of the people in their field. So you think about it, the top basketball player, baseball player, the top violinist, the top performers, what do they do? They all practice consistently. Yet when we talk to people in the sales world, what they say is, I, I don't need to. I, I talk to customers all the time. And that tells me that they'd rather make a mistake with a client when it counts rather than with a colleague when there's no consequence. So we want to encourage people to practice and to work with each other and get that coaching and mentoring because you'll see the top performers really excel in that area just by just by allocating a little bit of time each week to practice. I love that. That is fantastic. So, Ian, it's great to have you here. I know you'd be a delight to everybody that's listening. And so, once again, thanks. Now, for everybody, look, Ian's told you this multiple times just here. And that is, you got to focus on a single fact, and that is that businesses don't become extraordinary just in a single moment. Instead, they get there by the owners and executives and managers first learning and then installing a combination of the, having the right mindset of a dedication to a system of management and third leveraging high performance teams whether they're inside your company or on the outside like ian altman so thanks for listening ian thanks for being here with us bill is a pleasure <laughs>